Hey, DCL fans. If you're thinking about taking a Disney cruise vacation, or any other Disney vacation for that matter, consider booking your trip with us. We are an independent travel agent affiliated with Mickey World Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Our services are completely free, and you'll receive an onboard credit up to $1,000 just for booking with us, which can be used for shore excursions, spa treatments, shopping, and much more while you are aboard your Disney cruise. We also have a wealth of cruising experience to help you answer any questions or concerns that you might have. If you're interested, send us an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 44 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and I'm sorry that you may be hearing this uh, a little bit later than you are normally used to. Um, I had some audio issues that uh, that set me back uh, a day, and so I, I recorded the show, and then my audio just uh, up and disappeared on me. I don't, I don't know what happened, so uh, I had to re-record. Um, hopefully you will forgive me. Um, so just to, uh, start off here, if I'm honest, I, I fully, <laughs> I fully expected that I'd be doing a, a new itinerary update this week, but, uh, alas, we are still waiting. Um, my guess is they, they didn't want to step on all of the hype surrounding the opening of, uh, Galaxy's Edge out at Disneyland. But now that, uh, now that it's open and, and the buzz maybe has died down a little bit, uh, I would say it should be <laughs> it should be this week, but uh, I've already been wrong twice, uh, so uh, I, I'm I'm done predicting. I, I'm I'm hoping it's this week, but uh, I'm not going to predict it anymore. Um, and before we get to the this week in Disney Cruise news, uh, I wanted to know: Was anybody who is listening aboard the Disney Magic's recent transatlantic cruise over to Europe? Uh, if so, uh, please send me a message. Uh, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. All right, so let's let's start. Let's get to the news. Uh, so Mickey and Minnie's surprise party at sea officially kicks off this week. So I say officially because there was a uh, surprise early performance, <laughs> a surprise performance of the surprise party at sea. <laughs> I didn't even uh, do that intentionally. I swear. Uh, but there was a surprise early performance on May 8th during a seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise. Uh, so you may be wondering, what is this party? But the party, which uh, celebrates 90 years of Mickey uh, with a party exclusively aboard the Disney Fantasy, so you can only get this on the Fantasy, uh, officially begins this week and continues throughout the summer on select sailings to the Caribbean and the Bahamas. And, uh, this is from Disney Cruises website. At this high energy afternoon deck party, complete with music, dancing, games, food, and special decor, uh, the guests of honor will be dressed in their festive best and joined by their pals on stage. Um, as you soak up the sun and the fun, you'll enjoy the memorable moment when Mickey is surprised, plus a lively new song created just for the occasion called "It's a Good Time." So. Uh, if you are sailing the the fantasy this summer, definitely check it out and and see if you will be uh, lucky enough to be on one of those uh, cruises that they're celebrating. They're the excuse me that they're doing this celebration. Um, just based on what I saw from last week, it looks like it's a, a pretty cool uh, new deck party there. So 
along with the the stuff going on on the deck, there will be also in stateroom surprises, themed treats, a special photo backdrop, and animated shorts playing on Funnel Vision to celebrate uh, celebrate the big guy. So, uh, pretty cool uh, new deck party on the Disney Fantasy going on this summer. Also announced this week, uh, Disney Cruise Line announced that it would be bringing Frozen, a musical spectacular, to the stage of the Walt Disney Theater aboard the Disney Fantasy beginning sometime in October of this year. Uh, This production is going to replace Disney Wishes, which uh, has been playing on the Fantasy since the very beginning. I, for one, am not a fan of this announcement. Uh, As you probably know, this production is already offered aboard the Disney Wonder and uh, I personally prefer variety across the fleet, so not just with the stage shows, but uh, with everything. So I, I like the idea of being able to have different experiences when you sail on the, the different ships. Um, and I, I don't know, at its roots, Disney is a production and entertainment company, and uh, I don't, I'm not really sure why they can't come up with unique shows for uh, for each of its ships, but. Uh, the you know that's not what they're doing here um i'm also not a huge fan of the movie frozen i mean i I like it It, it's fine uh but i'm not dying to see it uh brought to the stage plus i i very much enjoy the original storylines uh so the ones like the one that they're replacing disney wishes where they they work in uh scenes and songs and characters from uh the classic disney movies i uh, i'm a big fan of those types of shows and uh you know i like to see I like to see the originals. Um, so the uh, the fantasy will now have two Broadway styled stage shows that are based on um, on Disney movies, joining Aladdin, and then the other one will will still be Disney's Believe. This next bit of news uh, is kind of interesting. Disney Cruise Line made the decision last week to cancel the float plane port adventures in Ketchikan uh, in Alaska. This, of course, resulting from the the tragic accidents that occurred not too long ago where two float planes that were carrying passengers from uh, the Princess Cruise Line collided midair. So really, really sad story there. Um, So uh, I'm not I'm not too surprised that Disney's canceling uh, these port adventures while they're um, you know, finishing up the, the investigations there, but, uh, uh, yeah, Disney's deciding to, to go ahead and cancel those. In the last bit of, uh, news, uh, the spiral bound booklet that we're used to getting in the mail ahead of a new cruise is being replaced with a one page mailer that they are referring to as a luggage tag mailer. The, uh, this new mailer is going to include all the important information pertaining to your upcoming sailing uh, and uh, will encourage guests to use the online check-in and other planning tools available on the Disney Cruise Line website. Um, I think in large part trying to minimize the amount of paper that they have to print. Um, and of course, the this new mailer will also include your luggage tags as well. So uh, be looking out. If you have a cruise booked, be looking out for those uh, in the mail coming up soon. So that's it for recent news. Um, a lot going on there over the last couple weeks. Uh, in this episode, I am going to try to touch on all that's included um, and even go over what's not included in the cost of your Disney cruise. Now, I have a reason for doing this. I'm doing it because I, I received a comment from a listener 
relatively recently who said that uh, I, I gave inaccurate information in one of my previous episodes. She uh, was referring to episode 24 where I gave my top 10 reasons why I think a Disney Cruise is worth the cost. And one of the reasons that I gave uh, was that it is effectively, quote, all-inclusive. Uh, so I tried to explain what I meant by this term, uh, that you don't need to spend any additional money above and beyond your cruise fare to have a magical vacation, but uh, this person did not like my use of the term all-inclusive uh, because she felt that it was misleading and uh, and that I was giving inaccurate information. So um, I... It just in general, I put a lot of I put a lot of work into each of my episodes and and do a, a ton of research so that I can uh, do my best to give you the most accurate information possible. And I listened back to that uh, particular episode, and I don't feel like I the like what I said was inaccurate. But uh, if you felt misled in that episode or or in any of my episodes for uh, for that matter, I do apologize. Um, I should also say that I very much appreciated the comment from this particular listener, uh, and uh, so going to try to um, address that here with this episode. So let's uh, let's talk about what is included in the cost of your cruise. If you are a seasoned cruiser, you I'm sure you're already very familiar with this, uh, but hopefully I can maybe give you something that uh, you might not already know. And I've broken this down into five different categories. So let's, uh, let's go through these here. Um, so we'll start with food and drink, uh, because I, I, I tend to see some confusion on this on the Disney Cruise fan pages. You, on a, I've definitely mentioned this before, but on a Disney Cruise, you can, you can eat to your heart's content um, without paying an extra dime on a Disney Cruise. All of the main dining restaurants, the quick service stations on the pool decks, room service, the buffet at Castaway Key, character dining experiences, soft serve ice cream, all included in the cost of your cruise. There is, there's just so much variety available. And in my opinion, the, the vast majority of the food is, is really excellent. I, I, I think they do a great job um, with the food quality on board a Disney cruise. Not included are your adult dining experiences in Palo or Remy, specialty treats in places like Vanellope's um, or Sweet on You or Frozone treats, uh, and other things that I would I would refer to as movie theater snacks that you can get outside of Walt Disney, uh, outside of the Walt Disney or the Buena Vista theaters uh, before a show. So you know, like your your popcorn, your um, your packaged candy, things like that. Those are not included in the cost of your cruise. I should also mention that <laughs> Mickey bars, even even though you won't really find them listed anywhere outside of the kids menu at the at the main dining restaurants, uh, those can also be available upon request free of charge. Uh, depending where you are on the ship, uh, it might be a little bit more difficult for the the cast member to track down, but uh, they they certainly will do their best. We were on the on the pool deck one time. And uh, my son had asked me, had had told me that he wanted a Mickey bar, and I just grabbed one of the the waiters there, that uh, one of the servers that uh, you know brings drinks and stuff to the pool. And I asked him if I, he could find me one, and uh, he said he's he would see what he could do. And of course, he he left and uh, returned with a, a Mickey bar. So um, they will definitely do your best to accommodate that request. Also included in the cost of your trip are fountain sodas and beverages. The so the fleet serves Coca-Cola products, 
which uh, can be ordered either in the main dining restaurants and are also available on the pool deck at uh, at self-service stations. Soto products, though, uh, are not free if you order them uh, from room service. So if you order a Coke with your room service, uh, you will see that show up on your stateroom bill at the end of your trip. My suggestion would be, uh, if you're ordering room service, just to walk up to the pool deck, fill up your cups, bring it back down to your room uh, to enjoy while you eat. Because you, you don't really, I mean, maybe you do, but uh, we typically don't like to pay for uh, the sodas when, <laughs> when we can just get them free if we go up uh, a few flights of stairs. And with that being said, you don't have to drink water the whole time if you don't want to spend any more money. Uh, sodas and, and a few other soft drinks are, uh, are all included in the cost of your trip. Of course, alcoholic beverages are not included in the cost of your trip. Uh, as of right now, there are no alcoholic beverage packages available. Um, they do have a few options that can help reduce the per-serving cost. Um, and this, of course, extends to tastings and seminars uh, as well. And those all come with uh, additional upcharge. There are two exceptions to this, at least uh, at least that I can come up with uh, off the top of my head anyway. There may be others. One is the captain's reception on formal night, and the other is the Disney Vacation Club welcome reception, uh, which is typically offered on the first day of your cruise. At each of these events, there are limited alcoholic beverages offered at no additional charge. So uh, check those out. Get uh, Get something... Uh, for free, which is not not so, not something you hear a lot uh, with Disney Cruise Line. Uh, you also have the option to upgrade your morning coffee uh, in places like the Cove Cafe or in the Vista Cafe uh, on the Dream and the Fantasy. The uh, the free onboard coffee is not great. Um, I would argue that it's not even good, <laughs> but you do have uh, this option available uh, to you for an additional charge. And they also have a, a coffee card where if you buy. Uh, so many you can uh, you can get a free one. Let's move let's move to onboard entertainment. So the vast majority of the entertainment available to you does not require an additional charge. And when I say the vast majority, I can really only think of a couple things that come um, that come with a cost that I would categorize as onboard entertainment. So bingo is the first thing, which is a ton of fun. It's I really enjoy playing bingo, but I also find it to be very expensive. Um, <laughs> and when you have the the kind of luck that I have and that my family has, uh, you you typically you tend to find other things to do around the ship because you know you're just uh, making a deposit to Disney Cruise Line when uh, you're playing bingo. The goofy sports deck on the Dream and the Fantasy also uh, has some virtual sports simulators, which. Which, uh, which come with an additional cost. I've never tried one of these, so I'm not able to offer any of my own opinions on them, but uh, they, they do have uh, virtual simulators for golf, soccer, baseball, basketball, hockey, uh, and football. So you can these are activities that you can reserve in advance as part of your planning process once your booking window opens, and then pending availability, you can uh, reserve those on board as well. Some might also include the beverage tastings within this entertainment category, but I I covered those with the food and drinks uh, a few minutes ago. So other than that, everything else is is included in the cost of your trip. The the Broadway-style stage shows, the first-run movies in the Buena Vista Theater, character interactions, deck parties, fireworks at sea, uh, water coasters and slides, and tons and tons of activities for 
uh, for all ages that go on throughout the ship that are uh, put on by the the amazing cruise staff. So you'll definitely not be bored spending time around the ship doing things that uh, that re- that don't require uh, an additional charge. And if I missed anything that that does have an additional cost, please uh, please feel free to let me know. Moving on, uh, the youth spaces. So this is one of the highlights, I think, uh, of sailing with Disney uh, for families with children and and really is a big reason why Disney is always ranked uh, as the top cruise line for families. The the kids clubs aboard these ships uh, between the Oceaneer Club and the Oceaneer Lab, Edge and Vibe, Disney Cruise Line has entertainment options for kids of all ages. Um, So, you know, I mean that from zero to age 17 there, there's no there's no cost for your kids to spend as much time uh, as they want in these spaces I uh, I should backtrack a little bit and I'll get to this in a second but if your age is three and above there's no cost uh, for them to spend as much time as they want in these spaces our kids are still pretty young uh, so they haven't uh, spent a ton of time in these spaces but I've I've heard from many other people who don't who don't see their kids throughout their cruise because they because uh, they're off in the kids' clubs and, and the teen spaces. Um, and the cruise line staff in these areas are, are fantastic and really help contribute to the old overall experience for the kids. They really, really do a great job. And the one thing uh, not included uh, is the nursery, which is what I was referring to earlier. If your child is under three years old, there is uh, a nursery on board, but they do they do charge by the, the half hour to, um, to bring your kid there. So... These reservations can be made at any time, uh, beginning with the opening of your booking window. And I believe, I know they allow you to make reservations on board, but and I think that they um, they they hold some reservations uh, for those guests who want to book on board. Um, but I don't know that to be fact. I just know they they do allow you to book once you're on board. But that may be pending availability. The next category is fitness. So I broke I, I broke down this category in detail in episode 21, but there's a ton of free options to help you stay fit while you are on your vacation. Um, or if not to stay fit, just to shed some extra calories that you'll undoubtedly be adding as a result of uh, all the free food. There's no charge to use the fitness center on board, uh, which is equipped with both cardio and weight training equipment. And uh, there's the the sports deck on each of the ships, with, which uh, which have a basketball court and a multi-purpose court for things like soccer and volleyball. There's the running track on deck four, which goes the whole way around the ship. Uh, and of course, uh, last but not least, there are the staircases, which I, uh, I highly encourage you to use in lieu of taking the elevator so you can... Uh, uh, work off that molten chocolate uh, cake that you ordered at at dinner. <laughs> the next thing that I'm going to talk about is port adventures, and uh, I'm going to group group Castaway Key in this. And just as a side note, <laughs> one person told me that I, I talk about Castaway Key too much, and uh, they're probably they're probably right. I would say. But uh, I, I can't help it. It's just so amazing. Um, but anyway, uh, I've said it before. The amenities available on Castaway Key are, are basically are basically an extension of what is available to you on the ship. So if it doesn't cost you anything on the ship, it's likely not going to cost you anything on the island. You don't have to pay to rent beach chairs or umbrellas. The buffet at Cookies, um, excuse me, at Cookies and Cookies Two. Uh, in the the one on Serenity Bay, the 
the name of which I'm completely drawing a blank on, uh, but all are included in the cost of your cruise. The kids clubs and youth activity counselors also go ashore when uh, when the when the ship is docked at Castaway Key, so you can drop your kids off if you want uh, and enjoy some adult relaxation time for a little while. Sure, there are things that uh, that do require an extra charge on Castaway Key, but you can definitely have an amazing amazing day at the beach on Disney's gorgeous private island without uh, without spending anything extra. Port adventures, though, in general, uh, all all come with a, an additional charge, regardless of which port you're docked in. Uh, I've seen I've seen some cruise lines that will offer free port adventures um, as uh, as an incentive to uh, to booking your cruise, but Disney Cruise Line doesn't currently have this option, and uh, I do not believe they ever will have this as, as an option. Um, they they haven't needed to. Um, go into these types of incentives to uh, get people to book their cruises. So uh, don't expect to see free escort, uh, free shore excursions anytime soon. So you do pay for your port adventures um, and your shore excursions. Many of the, the ports of call that Disney visits uh, have places that are within walking distance of the port that you can, uh, that you can explore. Usually it's local shops. Uh, some places have beaches that you can walk to. Those will typically make you pay for chairs and umbrellas. They're very uh, touristy. Uh, if you're not planning a port adventure or a shore excursion in a particular port of call and you don't want to spend a whole lot of uh, extra money, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good idea just to research the port ahead of time and see what's available within walking distance. So a lot of times you can just pull up uh, a map on, you know, maybe Google Maps, uh, search for the, the port, and uh, you'll be able to sort of see what, what's around the port. Um, but also, you know, fan pages and, and other reviews like that uh, will, will let you know as well. Otherwise, you, you might just decide to uh, use the day in port like a sea day uh, and enjoy the activities and, and amenities around the ship. Uh, typically, they'll be much less crowded when the, when the ship is docked in port. So uh, that's a pretty popular option in, in Nassau in particular. In particular. Um, even though it is a port of call, a lot of, a lot of people choose to stay on board. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people do that in other ports of call as well. So. So there you have it, uh, a high level overview of everything that is included and also things that are not included uh, in the cost of your cruise. I don't, uh, I don't want to leave out the gratuities that you'll pay at the completion of your cruise, um, unless you, of course, unless you chose to pay them in advance. This is an additional charge that is not included in the cost of your cruise that, uh, that might, might sneak up on you if you're not, uh, if you're not prepared for it. But uh, trust me, trust me when I say that the people who serve you throughout your trip will definitely have earned those tips. So be sure you factor that in uh, when budgeting for your trip. Hopefully this clears up what I meant by all-inclusive when I said you can have a magical vacation uh, on a Disney cruise without spending any additional money beyond the cost of your cruise. Um, perhaps using uh, all-inclusive was the wrong term, uh, but I, I, I just wanted to emphasize that there's plenty to do around the ship. Um, and, and in some of the ports of call without having to uh, ha having to break the bank. So that's it for this episode. I hope you all have a great week. Keep your fingers crossed for those fall 2020 itineraries. And uh, thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude, or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com/dcldudepodcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. 
I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.